1: Absolute
2: sports betting degeneracy.
3: Hey, gang! Welcome back to Out of Bounds. I'm Phil, and I'm here with a whole new circus. I got my man Arch with me. Arch, what's going on? Hey, not
0: much, man. Happy to be here.
3: Yeah, well, you're uh, you're in the you're in the one chair or the two chair, the That's backup right. chair yeah. today. Yeah, and we've got a super special guest, somebody I have followed for a very long time, somebody that I respect wholeheartedly. We've got Chris who goes by Megalox. Mega, what is going on?
4: Hey, guys. Great to be here. Uh, Countdown to college football. Uh, It's uh, getting close to game time, right?
3: It is. It is. We got Week Zero games coming up this week. Hmm. But I think we'll we'll dig into something a little bit better than Week Zero. Let's talk some futures, some win totals. How how do you feel about that?
4: Yeah, I love that. We can go through, uh, maybe start with the SEC. Uh, I think I've got a couple pretty good ones in there and go from there. Sounds good. Arch, do you have any strong feelings in the SEC?
0: Uh, besides hating the conference entirely? No, not really.
3: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, well, it is the most popular one. Yes, and, I uh, guess. I know. <laughs> no,
0: I, I'm I, calling me crazy. Uh, it looks to me like it's a Georgia kind of year.
3: It, it it feels like it. It feels like it. So why don't we just start right there at the top with the, the defending national champions? I am seeing uh, they are ten and a half in a lot of spots uh juice to the over. I also see a couple spots where it's an eleven and eleven and a half. So shopping, as always, is very important on these things. But let's start with Mega. Mega, what do you think about Georgia this year?
4: Yeah, you know, I I mean, you can't deny their uh their raw talent, but um I mean they lost they still have a ton of talent even after you know after the NFL draft. I I, I like them quite a bit last year. Um from a win total perspective I think similar to uh, Alabama under 11 and a half last year, I think if you can shop around and find an 11 and a half, I can't point out the game that Georgia uh, is going to lose or if they lose one, but I would, I would be very, very surprised if they didn't trip up at least once just simply because of all, uh, all the turnover. Um, they might have to lean more on the passing game on offense. They got a new defensive coordinator. You know, and everyone's gonna be gunning for them. Uh not that they weren't before, but especially so this year. So, I mean, I, I can see them maybe losing a game somewhere, but uh still winning the SEC East, if you follow me. For sure, for sure. I
3: mean, I'm I'm looking at their schedule. They open up with Oregon. Um Oregon feels kind of good. They get they have some new new pieces out there, but it looks like it's relatively easy. Then you have Samford at home, which is probably a, a paycheck game for that for those guys. South Carolina, Kent State, Missouri, Auburn, Vanderbilt. That feels like you the, run the sheet, but then it gets tough. You're, you're home with Florida, home with Tennessee, at Mississippi State, at Kentucky. That, that kind of feels like the area where they may, they may trip up. Arch, what, what do you think?
0: Yeah, no, I, I definitely, I think they're going to trip up. Uh, I'm, I'm looking at the schedule. I'm, I, I can't tell you where it's going to happen.
4: <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think maybe um, the two spots, and again, looking at them, you know, the whole deal phrase in a vacuum, which I hate, but if you look at all the games in a vacuum, right, just one by one, you're obviously Georgia is, you know, expected to win them all. But the two spots they might have trouble with would be, I, I'm really high on Tennessee. Uh, and that's a team, I mean, I know that their defense is improving, but it still has a lot to be desired. But that's a team that could rattle off, you know, 21, 28 points on a rebuilding uh, Georgia defense, so th- there's a potential one there, and also at South Carolina with Spencer Rattler there. I know they're nowhere near as talented as Georgia overall, but you get a, I mean, a very talented quarterback. Uh, they're at home, and and they could get hot. You know, they finished plus two in turnovers. They might be able to uh, pull an upset there. Um, I just have a, I just for some reason I'm I'm thinking eleven and one, but once once again, I can't really you know promise you where that upset's going to happen. For sure. I, I I think Tennessee is is probably a spot where they, they trip up.
3: Um, Josh Heupel really had that offense humming at the end of the, the year last year. And, um, I mean, they, they look like they have all the talent in the world on the offensive side of the ball. So, you know, high-octane offense, who knows? I mean, Georgia's replacing, what, eight guys on that side of the ball, right? Is that – Yeah, I mean, that's, that's correct. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, who knows how they gel. I mean – it, it, it could that could be the spot um i think my play if if i was going to take one here i'd be shopping for an 11 and i'd probably take the over because i i think a push is at worst you know where it lands but you don't need it to be undefeated so 10 and a half just seems way too juiced i'm seeing like minus 250 that Egg feels not like a lot
4: no, that makes, a, that makes a heck of a lot of sense. If you're not opposed to the, the high juice, I mean, 10 and a half is, def, is a definite over, even at like minus 200, mm. 250. But 11, yeah, I, just, I don't see two losses on this schedule. I, I just, you know, <laughs> that, would be, that would be, I think, a major upset.
0: So yeah. no matter the juice, take the 10 and a half.
4: Uh, Yeah, you know what? It's funny. People ask me a lot about that, about you know the juice on the season win totals. And it's, it's, um, it's a lot different than, you know, if a team is a seven point favorite in a game, I mean, there's still like, there's about a 5% chance it lands on seven, but when you're talking season win totals, especially for certain teams, we'll talk about Notre Dame later, but you're, you're very likely to land right around that number. And so paying the juice, it seems awful, but the number itself to me is way more important than the juice. Mm, okay. Okay.
0: Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. You're kind of, that's how I, in, I inverse that thought process during the weekly picks.
4: <laughs> gotcha. Exactly.
0: Okay.
3: Awesome. So, uh, what do you think? Should we move on? Yeah, yeah, well, sounds good. All right, we are going next to the Tennessee Volunteers, and I am seeing that they are a seven and a half um, win total. And I'm I'm seeing that there's a couple stray eights out there. If you want to get to the the round number, um, Mega, what do you think about Tennessee? I know we we touched on them a bit, but um, how does their whole season outlook?
4: Yeah, I, I really like them. I mean, maybe um, I don't know. I just enjoy watching them so much, and maybe I'm a little bit biased. But I mean, I definitely like the over seven and a half, um, eight, not so much. I took a little sprinkle already on them to win the division, like for very, very small money. And I think that's the one team that could upset Georgia. But also, I like, um, I haven't played it yet, but I'm going to shop around and get a. I always like to have a couple of bombs for uh, Heisman futures. And so Hendon Hooker is definitely going to be one of the two or three bombs that I picked this year. Um, I, I, I think they you know, they're well coached. I think the defense is going to be better. Um, an injury at quarterback would obviously be devastating, but you could say that about a bunch of teams. So, uh, Tennessee is probably, that's the team I'm highest on in the East in terms of exceeding expectations. Now, it looks like they have a, a little bit of a rough draw. They have a couple, a couple built-in losses here or, yep. you know, hypothetical
3: built-in losses with, uh, Alabama, you know, coming to Tennessee and then at Georgia, uh, on November 5th. Uh, but the the schedule kind of starts off easy, so it looks like you know these pieces can start to gel uh, in the first month or so of the season. Hendon Hooker, man, that guy is awesome. I mean, he can do it with his legs. He's got an absolute cannon for an arm, and there's talent all over. So this offense really, really looks good. Arch, have you have you thought about Tennessee at all this year?
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I have my half-ass power rankings, and I had Tennessee about sixth overall in the SEC, so just above average. So for me they're right on the line of that win total but if mega's saying take the over I will definitely look at it. Are we thinking uh upset watch the second game over Pittsburgh? Stop it.
4: Okay. Yeah, yeah, you know what I actually like Pitt uh, Pitt quite a bit um based on their defense but more so sort of in the ACC Coastal yeah. not so much um not so much against uh against Tennessee I think as good as Pitt's defense is I think you know they got they got Tennessee earlier last year right when when they are just still learning a hypo system. So I haven't decided how I'm going to play this game, Mm -hmm. but I think Tennessee is going to be a hot handful for them.
3: Yeah. I mean, you get the Pat Narduzzi defense every year. I mean, that's, that's what his calling card is. So they can really muck up a game and, and force you into some boneheaded, boneheaded mistakes. So, you know, Maybe that that could be a, a look ahead spot, I guess, for for Tennessee in Week Two. It's you know we're talking about look ahead spots in September, but that's, that's <laughs> yeah. what it could yeah,
4: be. Pitt got him last year. I mean, Pitt got him last year, so hopefully they'll have their uh, their heads screwed on straight. And uh, like I said, I think this Tennessee offense now is light years ahead of where it was. Hmm. I believe it was Week Two last year, if I'm not mistaken. So I, I just think, yeah, I, I mean, if you look at Tennessee, like the starting about you know Game Five or Game Six last year. Um, into even into the bowl game uh that crazy purdue game i yeah. mean they, they are they were really rolling so um yeah we'll, we'll see I'm, that's one of the games actually i'm looking most forward to in week two
3: well it's it's good to have something to look forward to in week two because uh normally there's not a lot of marquee matchups so uh, that's that's good that we we get something that w- with any kind of semblance of uh you know being important so i i like it i like it um you have any uh final thoughts on tennessee or should we move on to the florida gators
4: no, I'd say we can move on.
3: Cool. All right. So, Florida. This is a team to me that is very middle of the road. Um, but I, I'm very interested to hear what your thoughts are first.
4: Yeah, I think this is this is one of the tougher teams for me to predict. I think. I mean, the good news is that they have you know a quarterback that'll probably win him a game, maybe two, just by himself, and Anthony Richardson. Um, I'm not crazy about the depth on the roster. I'm not crazy about Billy Napier's first year in the SEC. The first four games are pretty tough. Utah, Kentucky, uh, at Tennessee, even South Florida. Um, they're not horrible this year. They're going to be quite a bit better. I'm not saying they'd lose to them, but it, it, I don't know. This, this seems like, I think if you like Florida's prospects, you definitely want to shop for a six and a half. Because I see some, and I see mostly seven. Um, I'm pretty neutral because I think they have enough talent to kind of have a very high floor. Um, but I, this is one team I won't be playing
3: same yeah I, I i can't get there with this team um again billy napier first year in the sec i mean this is he was a, a big fish in a small pond so i'm uh, kind of interested to see how how this transition goes um anthony richardson though he 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 has all the talent in the world um but he, he he's really loose with the football in my opinion he yeah, doesn't value the possession so it's tough for me to hitch my wagon to a guy like that it's kind of like um Like Adrian Martinez, you know, he's great, big body, but he'll fumble seven times a game. So I, I, I I, I can't do it. Arch, do you, do you have any strong thoughts on Florida?
0: Not a, not a Florida fan at all. I actually think they're probably going to be maybe, maybe a little bit worse than South Carolina. And if it wasn't for Missouri and Vanderbilt, they would have a really hard, hard uh, season.
3: For sure. For sure. So that, that seems like it's a pass all the way around. Uh, So kiss of death on a pass. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So. Kentucky,
4: Kentucky's up next. Mega, we'll start with you as always. Sure, um, I I think you know from all the reading I've done, people seem a lot to be a lot higher than on Kentucky than I am. Especially if you can find, I haven't hit it yet, but I mean, I think there's still an eight out there to go under. I cannot see this team winning nine games. I mean, Mark Stoops gets a hell of a lot of credit, right, for a couple of ten win seasons in the last four years. I mean, they have a great quarterback, a stud running back. Um, they miss Bama and AM, but I mean, the defense, uh, only five returning starters. And this isn't a team that can just reload, uh, in terms of like, you know, legit e- sec defenders, Wandale Robinson, 104 catches last year. He, they're going to miss him. They lost an all American defensive end. The DBs are very susceptible, um, to good quarterbacks. And I mean, they're not going to face a ton of those, but there's enough on the schedule. Um, so I feel pretty confident in going eight, if you can find one. Uh, seven and a half you know you know how these win totals are right half game means a lot seven and a half i'd still kind of like it but i think especially if you can find an eight i would recommend that
3: well uh we did a little research this morning and we found three straight eights here uh stateside so if you're if you're hunting for it there's one up at DraftKings at even money um there is one at sugar house so that's a uh cosimo book in canada land that's right and then it looks like there's one at caesars as well so uh three three eights on the market that we were able to find okay i'm i'm all in i love the under here um i think will levis is a great quarterback i think um you know stoops doesn't get the credit he deserves for keeping the wheels on that program i mean that's a basketball school um you know and you know they just churn out bowl years year after year after year and you know, they recruit pretty well for, for being a lower tier SEC school. So, um, I still don't think it's enough looking at the schedule. I mean, you're, you're at Florida, Mississippi state at Tennessee, Georgia, Louisville, like your, your non-cons, you know, catching a Louisville team that, that might be on the rebound here. Um, it just, it feels like an under to me or Archer, you, uh, you on board.
0: hundred percent, hundred percent on board. I think it's going to be a down year for them as well. Consensus, right.
3: Yeah. All right, so they'll probably win 11 games and uh, be in <laughs> the yeah, perfect. All right, cool. Um next up, South Carolina. Spencer Rattler in town. Mega, what do you think?
4: Yeah, I'm uh I mean, he was frustrating to watch at Oklahoma, but I this is actually there's lots of big transfer portal moves, but this is the one I'm looking most forward to because the SEC East, frankly could use a little bit more spice. I mean, Tennessee's starting to get there, but you know, Florida's on a downturn, uh or at least rebuilding a bit. Kentucky's not super exciting. Missouri just they're not going anywhere so this is actually pretty interesting Shane Beamer brought a lot of energy to the team Uh, they bring back their top two wide receivers defense probably a little bit to be desired right and I'm not sure where the pass rush is going to come from um I think their upside is probably seven and five you don't want to go crazy with the win total but you know I think I would lean to six I wouldn't if there's also six and a half so I would probably take a sprinkle of the six um but I I think on a week to week basis, this could be one team that holds like a major upset this year, and I don't know where it would be, but I could see it. Yeah, I, I think they, they're probably good for an upset that you just wouldn't expect just on the back of
3: Spencer Rattler. I think maybe, you know, in his new home here, the expectations will be a little lower and he can just ball out. So um I mean I, I like him. I I I think he got kind of a bad deal in Oklahoma. So I'm excited to see what he can do here. Um the defense, like you said, I think it's five returning starters, so a lot of production is gone um It feels like that I, I I don't know it feels like I just tell you whatever you say. I did find a six <laughs> at DraftKings; Kings it's minus one sixty, but that you know um it's the only one out there, so that's the best price arch What are you doing with it
0: yeah i'm gonna leave it alone i I can't find the six at all it's everything's like like the six and a half or so, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm not touching this one. I, I don't have a good feel for it. I have them kind of middle of the road.
3: Fantastic. But I think you're right, Megan, that, that the, the Rattler edition might um, might lead to some better things at South Carolina. When a high profile guy like that comes to town, it may open the door for more. So, um, you know, it's important to get that first big recruit. and That might be it
4: yeah i hope so i mean and the fan it is actually a pretty um it can be a, a tough place to play like when that when that place you know when they've had some other good teams it's been a while but you know some nine to ten win teams um they, that's a tough place to win so i'd I'd like to see like you said the, the uh, rattler edition maybe have a bit more success this year and then you know just keep the ball rolling bingo bingo well let's let's uh Let's take it to Missouri now. They
3: suck. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> tell me how bad it's going to be in, in Missouri town.
4: Yeah, this, oh, I want them to be better, but it just, I don't know. It seems to me they just might be over their head in the SEC. I mean, um, Brady Cook looked pretty good in the bowl game, but that was against Army. Um, the defense is probably going to be a bit better, but then you lose one of the more underrated Uh, all-purpose backs in the country last year Tyler Beatty 1600 yards rushing over 50 receptions they get a decent draw from the west um, and they've got three basically free wins in the out of conference Mm -hmm. schedule but I I, I think six and six is probably what you're looking at here and so the the team total or sorry the win total I just don't see much value there
3: Uh, yeah I'm, I'm seeing five and a half and five but that doesn't leave you a lot of a lot of value there in case they stumble um, cause like you said, I mean, they, there's no chance they win at Georgia or, you know, home versus Georgia. I'm sorry. At Auburn going to be a tough game for this team at South Carolina, Kentucky, Tennessee. I mean, you know, their, their non-con is, is pretty soft. Uh, looks like you have a built-in win with Abilene Christian and New Mexico state. They always suck. Um, but past that, it looks like a lot of coin flips. Kansas yep. state's probably on the rise. So anytime you lose a guy like Beatty, I mean, that, that guy's playing on Sundays and he's Probably gonna be a difference maker. So uh, you know, when, when he uh, when he graduates or, or gets drafted, that's that's tough for a school like Missouri. You can't just replace replace somebody like that. So
0: Arch, what do you think? Oh yeah, Missouri's gonna be bad. And it's Missouri. So even there'll be a game when they absolutely should win and it looks like they're gonna win and they'll shit the bed. So <laughs> yeah, they're going. I mean, they even, they're going under. They even did that with Drew Locke. So Yeah, yeah, it's Missouri. That's how they roll. It's Mizzou. It's Mizzou. So yeah, Rock Chuck. There's my shot of Missouri.
3: <laughs> All right. And uh, man, I'm just I'm just going down here. It looks like Vanderbilt's next. Oh. Now this is this is a
4: bad team. It's well, like a hell but, bad? <laughs> oh, well, I don't know if you're going to like this, but uh, see, so you may want to hang up. But last year, I I had some pretty disgusting teams in overs in the season win totals, and I think they all hit or pushed. I kind of I haven't played it yet, but over two and a half seems just way too tempting because I, I I'm quite confident they're going to beat Hawaii, and they've got Elon on the schedule, and then after that, they've got to win one of. Uh, Northern Illinois, um, South, Car- uh, South Carolina, uh, wake without Hartman. Yeah. Yep. Um, so I know it's disgusting, but I, I, I'm going minimum I'm going to sprinkle on this for sure. Cause I don't see it. It's not going to three. So I think two and a half going over that. I think for a fun bet, they're going to probably, you might even have it, you know, you might have it locked up, God willing, uh, by the end of September. <laughs> Yeah, I mean
3: this thing—it's two and a half at plus money all the way across the board. And any time that I can place a bet, like on a future, and it's going to cash in week three or week four, <laughs> I'm all for it. And you know, I read your write-up, uh, Mega over at megalox.co, which is fantastic site. But I read it over there, and I was like, shit, that that has some legs. I'm in. I, you know, I, I it doesn't take much to sway me. I'm like the action junkie. So, I mean, this team is bad, but it's still an SEC team. So I, I do think they beat Hawaii. I think they beat Elon. And you couldn't get Wake Forest at a better time. Without exactly. Working. So, you know, maybe right there we lock it up and, and you
4: know, early Christmas presents all around. Arch, are you in? And, uh, oh, yeah. sorry, sorry, one more thing, too. Sure. Now that you mentioned just on uh, Wake Forest, getting them early, which is a great point. Northern Illinois also lost their most explosive weapon. So, I mean, I'm not saying, I'm just saying, <laughs> I'm trying to talk <laughs> myself into this one even more. <laughs> uh,
3: Yeah, let's take a break so we can all bet this and we'll be right back. No, I'm just kidding. Arch, what do you think?
4: Oh, love
0: it. Love it. Anytime you get something like that at two and a half with such a plus, plus number, I'm all over it. I love it.
3: Nice. Cool. So that's a consensus as well. Arch, you normally run these things. Is it time for us to take a break from a word from our sponsors?
0: Yeah, let's do it.
2: All right. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket
3: and we're back we're back and it's time to talk about roll tide alabama mega how good are these guys
4: well it's a spoiler alert but yeah they're they're my they're my pick to win it um their defense is just going to be gross and i actually for the first time in my life i might actually bet a defensive player for the heisman he'll probably be one of my bombs will anderson um they get a they get a good break because I think playing at Texas would have looked a lot scarier when they put that game on the schedule. They get Texas AM at home, LSU and Auburn are they're not what they were, you know, three four years ago. Heisman quarterback. Uh, I uh, I don't know. This looks this looks like a rock solid team, and I really don't see a heck of a lot of resistance until you know. If, um, they get to the playoff obviously there'll be some better uh, competition there but um i I like them quite a bit yeah i mean they 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 don't
3: they they just reload year after year and then this year i mean they have the added bonus of bringing back bryce young excuse me the heisman winner which hasn't happened since lamar jackson um you know won it and came back but this team is just disgustingly good you've got nfl players all over the roster like you said um could be a, a Heisman candidate on the, the defensive side and that, that'll probably pay a pretty penny. I, I don't, what is that? What I think I saw
4: a 40 to one, maybe out there, maybe a 25 up to 50, that kind of range. No, that that's, that's nice. That's yeah. Nice. I mean, you know, it's obviously probably not going to hit, but he's 25 to one for a reason. So for sure,
3: expect to win it. Right. But- yeah, for sure. <laughs> and like you said, the the date with Texas, um, what is the announcement of Quinn Ewers as the starting quarterback do for you? Does that, does that make you feel better about it? I I kind of love it, you know. Yeah,
2: I,
4: yeah. I mean, I, I don't. I don't see. I mean, Texas defense is another story altogether, too. But yeah, that a, a first, you know, a quarter basically raw, fresh meat first game against Alabama. Just don't. I just don't see that. Yeah, I mean, uh, I ugly early. I don't think they're going to let them be massacred right for four quarters. So, so yeah, sure. I, I think I don't really see too much on this schedule that makes me. Uh, to very scared put it that way do you think circle uh uh pull him at some point and put that card kid in so you yeah, can take the lumps instead i think so i mean or you know what you might even start card i mean because i don't know right i mean i just don't think it's wise and i don't i, don't, I think there's pretty close to a zero percent chance he's gonna let you know the new kid face alabama for four quarters i just don't i just there's just no way that he'll let that happen right so yeah um, i mean that would be crazy but because it's dark. I mean, maybe Big he's... 12. The Big maybe 12 he's, wide open. What's that? The, the Big 12, sorry. The Big 12 is wide open. So, I mean, I, there's no... That game, I think you've just got to accept it as a loss because they're they're not national title caliber, Texas, but they're Big 12 title caliber. So, um, that's why I think I, I just... Yeah, I think that Alabama at Texas, that a couple of years ago, I might have thought, ooh, trouble's popping not now. <laughs> right on. Right on, Arch. What do you think?
0: I like Alabama. I still ever so slightly give the nod to Georgia just a touch. So I don't know. I, I might be just looking at the wind total on this one.
3: And what's your, uh, what's your feeling on it?
0: Oh, over right. Alabama over 10, and like ha- uh, 10, ten and half. like it at
3: 10 and a half. Yeah. I mean, yeah. 10 and a half I, I'm seeing is like juice to what three to minus 300. I'm seeing well, mega locks. Um, well,
0: well, well, it's not that bad here. Mega is me convinced not to worry about that number. Just take the number and cash. <laughs>
4: now Rich, if you you like the minus you the 300 wow i didn't think it was that high yet but mm-hmm. i mean yeah if this team loses i mean if, if bryce young gets hurt sure they might lose two games but other than that i can't see it i see a uh a
3: rogue 11 at caesars minus Whoa. 140 do, do you like that
4: you know what i uh i don't i don't know i think i would probably i think i'm i'm not playing the win total at all i'm just i've played them already to win the sec and i'm probably gonna play them for the national championship i think you can still get like two to one um but i think i'm gonna stay away from the win total because at 10 and a half even even for uh, even by my uh even by my standards if it's up at 10 and a half minus 300 that's that's a little gross what about <laughs> over 11 and a half plus 110 um i think i don't know how it would work out but i know i've read you know i've heard people say and i've read that if you if you want to bet over 11 and a half, you'd end up in the long term getting a better price if you just bet Bama money line every week and just kept rolling it over gotcha because even when they're at like minus 700 or whatever what by the time it adds up i think mathematically it ends up at a better number i think that's a lot of sort of just theoretical guys talking out of their you know what but um you follow what I'm saying like Absolutely. That just yeah, means, yeah yeah, yeah and, and you you know, less than half seems like I wouldn't I, I think you're better off just saying, you know what, Bet him to make the playoff, something like that, uh, bet him to win it all, and then you could always hedge out of it later. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I don't think I'm disciplined enough, you
3: know, yeah, maybe seven or eight to be like, all right, well, I had 348 dollars and 52 cents yeah. so of Alabama money, you know I just yeah, I, I think you're right, you just bet him to win the SEC or, or the natty or whatever yeah. that's, that's yeah. probably money better spent awesome so a little bit of a lightning rod this year is the texas a&m aggies uh jimbo fisher uh boy he is he has recruited some talent down there in texas what do you uh what do you think about them mega
4: yeah i like the i like the eight and a half i'm not sure if i'll um i'm not sure if i'll get to it but i think going over eight and a half there's still i mean let's be honest i mean the talent is incredible i cannot believe the recruiting that's getting done there but I mean, you're still looking at either Max Johnson or Haynes King at quarterback. So we got to admit, that's no sure thing. And the defensive line is all new. They're all horses um, and they're all talented. But I mean, that comes with a bit of risk. I mean, the, the roster is super talented. I, I, I just, I'm, I'm going to play, we'll talk about Mississippi State later, but I think if there was a team that was going to beat Bama this year, I think it's Mississippi State and not A&M, particularly since the Aggies have to go to Alabama. Yeah. I, I I like that quite a bit. Do you, does it feel like a and like a year away for, for this team to come together? Yeah. You know, well, I mean, I know Spencer Rattler is just an example because we just talked about him I and mean, he, I don't think he's, you know, a top two quarterback or anything, but if they, even if Texas A&M would have got Rattler instead of say Max Johnson, I'd feel a heck of a lot better. I still think, I just don't think their overall roster is good enough to win with like, uh, Sorry, Stetson Bennett or someone. You know, um, I think they really need an ace quarterback. And I agree. Yes, they'd be one year away. I don't think this is a year that they're going to make the playoff. You know,
3: I, I think it's funny. You know, all the recruiting they did, and there were so many quarterbacks that, in my mind, would have fit this system that that they could have could have called in. So I, I don't know. You know, maybe they did go after them, and and you know, it just happened behind behind closed doors. But it feels like there was some really good fits that ended up elsewhere. Yep. So, Arch, what do you think about A and M? Well,
0: you know, I keyed on the first two words that uh, Megalock said, and as Jimbo Fisher, so I like the under. <laughs> I, I like him to squander what talent they do have. So, yeah, I think it's an underplay.
3: Yeah, I mean, I can't argue there. I mean, Texas A&M, they have A and M—they have a long history of coaches I don't like, right, Arch? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah, Mega. Uh, in our USFL pods, we uh, every every year or every week I, I would uh, bang the drum against Kevin Sumlin. So uh well, not a big fan there another cl- yeah another classic head coach for sure for sure all right so that that feels like an under or
4: a stay away is that what the the consensus is yeah i'm not betting it but i mean it's hard to see this roster losing four games and so you're right it is jimbo so i think if i had to play it i still would play over eight and a half okay. but okay there's reasonable games on there if you know what i mean i don't think they're going to win the division i don't think they're going to be any threat to alabama um but it's really hard to see this roster losing four games, mm. but kind of hedging, hedging a, a little bit, obviously there, but I don't think I'm going to be playing this team.
3: <laughs> now, <laughs> just, just for our listeners, I did find a rogue nine. Would, mm. would, would that make you feel better about an under or is that just just a stay away spot as well?
4: Yeah. Maybe I'm a little opposite. You guys, I think I would still, I mean, I'm not talking, it doesn't sound like I'm talking very complimentary. Right. But I, I think of Texas A&M now as a, like a legit potential national title team, like to at least consider every year, but this roster isn't that. So I still think they can be a nine win team, uh, maybe even 10, but I, I just don't think they're uh, a playoff team. Gotcha. Understood. Got it.
3: All right. So let's, uh, let's talk about the Arkansas Razorbacks. Um, this is a looks like a they're being priced as a mid-tier SEC team. It's at seven. Um what what do you like and what don't you like about Arkansas?
4: Yeah, I think um I if you could find a seven and a half, I would I would play the under that. Uh, I think they're all pretty high juiced. I mean they lost they lost a a lot on defense, including their top two sack producers. They lost um really their only decent wide receiver. Um they're not going to sneak attack anyone this year. They were second last in the sec and sacks last year. I mean, I, I like the, you know, obviously they're going to play with their hair on fire every week. Um, but it's a tough schedule. I, I don't see this roster. I, I just don't see this team winning eight games. So if you could find a seven and a half, I think um, I think under seven and a half would, would be a, a pretty good play. Lucky for you. There's three of them on the board. <laughs> uh, looks like points bet draft
3: and MGM. all have it. MGM is the best price at minus minus one fifty on the under for seven
4: and a half. Ooh, so nice. I will
3: be playing right there. Yeah. yeah I mean,
4: it's on my short list. I haven't hit it yet, but I mean, I, maybe you guys tell me what you guys think, but I mean, that it seems that's the way to go with this team.
3: Yeah, I, I, I agree. Um, you know, I, I don't think that they had good quarterback play last year. And um, I mean, he, he may have fooled some of the pundits, but he didn't fool me. I, I just I, Jefferson just didn't do anything for me. Um, seemed like he made a lot of boneheaded plays, and um, you know they were saved by the defense quite often. And this defense, they lost six out of their top ten tacklers. So anytime you have to replace that kind of production at a school like Arkansas, I, I mean they play hard every week, just like you said. But this this feels like an under team to me. Arch, what do you think?
0: Yeah, there's nothing spectacular about this team at all. I have them slightly below average uh, comparatively speaking to all the teams in the SEC. Not crazy about them. I can definitely see this under hitting.
3: Yeah, all right. So, I I under and under. So, Mega, you sold? Did we do enough?
4: Yeah, it, yeah, it's on my it's on my short list. There's only so many uh season win totals. I usually try to play about 10 or so. Uh, I've got about 5 I think already loaded in. So, I think this is a good chance. This is on the short list, so it's probably a good chance I'll be adding it. Awesome. That that that's great. Love it. Love it. Um let's talk about Ole Miss. We're all big Lane
3: Kiffin fans here. Mm-hmm. I'm, I I don't know if I speak for arch, but oh, I'm a big yeah, lane, I Kiffin. Love the lane Train. Love the Lane Train. I love Ole Miss. Um I feel really good about this team. It might it's one of my sleeper teams, but what do you think first Mega?
4: Yeah, well, it's sort of a good news bad news situation because I mean, I think their first six games doesn't get any easier for an sec west team like i can't even imagine an easier schedule so that's the good news they got a really good chance to start you know to start really hot um of course on the flip side the, the the back half of the schedule is brutal but i mean they lost their best defensive player by far uh sam williams 12 and a half sacks and i just love matt corral he was just something he was a special dude man he was tough um jackson dart um and Altmire, I don't think either are gonna be a Matt Corralan for when I don't put too much credence into what I read about practice reports and whatnot, but it seems to me that, that, that it's gonna be quite a bit uh, a big drop off at quarterback. Now they've got they're gonna be able to run the ball, and I still love their coaching. So to sum it all up, I think this feels like a seven and five team, maybe eight and four. So it's I don't I keep flip flopping. I want them to be better, but I just don't. I just—it's hard for me to see them contending, and so eight wins is probably a ceiling. With six, six being the floor, and I just—I just don't see much value in the number. What do you guys think?
3: Okay, so it's it's seven and a half most places, and I think you're right. I think they start off six and zero oh immediately. Um, I I want to play the over here, but for that to happen, I have to hear that Jackson Dart wins the job. Um, I think when he was at USC, for me. He just looked like a tough kid. USC was a toxic, toxic school to play at last year. I, I can only imagine what that locker room was like. Uh, and he was, he was getting hit in the chin and hopping up and, and you know getting back to work. I like the moxie that, that Jackson Dart seems to be made of. So I think he fits the system. Kiffin likes to play fast, sling it around. And I, I think that is a, a good fit. So I'm going to be on the over if Jackson Dart wins the job arch what do you think
0: yeah i'm right on the line there i just can't find the last win <laughs> i need to push me over exactly
3: yeah I, I, I think it might be mississippi state that's kind of what i'm banking on
0: yeah that's possible that man but that's a lot of stress on your life waiting to that last game to see if they can do it i uh, just avoid it
3: oh man no no jumpers huh <laughs>
4: Uh to be determined. Yeah, that's a tough one. You might have to be flying solo on that one. All right. All right. <laughs> but yeah, t- trying to Arch put it perfectly, trying to find that eighth win is just I mean you can just stare at the at your Phil Steel mag or whatever you have. You can stare at it all day. You can't find that eighth win. Maybe he can find it.
3: Phil Steel, you know? I'll I'll give him a call. But uh all right, so it's a pass for everybody but me. Dang it. All right. So let's talk about Auburn. Um no more bo Nix experiment. He's gone. I think he got a bad deal in Auburn. So I can't wait to see him this year. Um, but what, what is this team? Where's it going? What, what's happening there with Brian Horson?
4: Well, yeah, this team, I mean, the the, the, old, the uh, season win total looks about right to me. Um, the schedule, they got, a, they got a great chance to get off to a good start. Um, you know, Penn State is a winnable game at home. Um, the problem I see with this team, so I kind of, I pencil them in at six or seven wins, but Uh, The caveat being, I think this, this season could go, this could just go down the toilet. If they have a bad game, an upset or something goes wrong in September, I don't think Brian Harrison is long for Auburn. So I think this, I think the downside with Auburn is just too much for me to risk any money on this team.
3: Yeah, I I agree. Uh, I think the win total is, is definitely sharp, but I don't like it. You know, I, I, I don't want to play it either way. Because, um, like you said, I, I feel like this is a team that could just implode on themselves. So, um, arts, what do you think? Are you, you along the same Wait, lines what you, here?
0: What line are you seeing? I'm seeing six and a half at most places, but are you seeing that or are you seeing something else?
3: I, I see, um, I've got a five and a half here. Ooh. Yeah. Um, and then there's a six and a six and a half. Uh, the five and a half is juiced to the over, minus 155. This six looks like it's uh, minus 110 both sides. And then you're getting plus money on the six and a half.
0: Yeah, I like the under six and a half, but I wouldn't go any lower. That's, that's I it. Agree with
3: that. Yeah, that's, that's, that's exactly what I think. Yeah, it looks like minus 150 is the best price over at PointsBet for mm. those who aren't banned there for winning one wager. So, yeah. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Isn't that the best? Anyway.
3: <laughs> yeah, point, PointsBet's tough. <laughs> All right, Mississippi State. Go Pirate Nation here uh, with Mike Leach slinging it around the yard. Tell me about it
4: yeah this is my favorite uh season win toll I'm not sure i'm sh- i think you sh- i got it maybe a week or so ago. I can't remember when I posted it but six and a half um I don't see a weakness with this team i love you got a forty heart- seven forty seven hundred yard quarterback in year three of leach's system capable running backs when they're used the defense it's top four in the s e c um i mean the schedule is tough, but it's not unbearable. I sprinkled a little on them to win um win the west. I I think this team is really, really good. And I think just because, you know, Mississippi State, it doesn't have the same name cachet as Auburn or an LSU or someone like that. So I'm not sure why the win total six and a half, because this is a, this is a solid, solid team.
3: Yeah. uh, Will Rogers, man, he is a dynamic, dynamic quarterback in this system with, but you know, even you and me and and Arch, we could probably all play quarterback at Mississippi State and pass for 4,000 yards. But yeah, I mean, the running backs are good when used. I think they had the lowest um, rushing yards per game last year and FBS or close. Um, but I love the over. I I think Mike Leach is a great coach. I think he uh, he, he can sneak up on some people just like he did last year. Um, so th- the schedule looks manageable. It looks like uh, the the toughest spots are going to be A and M, Bam, and Georgia. Uh, but there are some layups built in. Memphis, I think, is down. Arizona stinks. Bowling Green. Uh, east tennessee state I, I think those are all layups so now you just need to find three more in your in your sec schedule lsu i think you can win that game so this this is definitely an over and i'm i'm in with you yeah i, think they could.
4: I, I don't think it's unthinkable that they could beat texas a&m or georgia that could be georgia's one loss too right like one of those two teams it just takes mm. i mean unfortunately they're probably gonna they're almost guaranteed to lose a game because of Mike Leach, right? But, sure. But, but I also think they could, they could probably. I mean, I don't. I don't think it's impossible. They could beat A and M or Georgia at home. Um, yeah. I
3: so. mean, your secondary is going to be tested. So I mean, there's a lot of young pieces in those three secondaries. So you're right. You're right. That is that is a good angle.
0: Arch, what do you think? Oh yeah, I like this play an awful lot. Uh, Mississippi State. I think they're pretty. They're pretty good. They're not great. They're pretty good. They're right there. So I have no fear of taking the over here. Yeah, and it, it looks like it's a, a, a minus one twenty five,
3: minus one thirty all across the market. So they're not pricing this out. So I'm, I'm in.
4: Yeah, what? Wonder what I'm. I always say, well, what am I missing? Well, sometimes you just aren't missing anything, right?
3: Yeah, I mean, <laughs> sometimes they're missing something. We, we,
4: yeah, we can catch been, them off guard. Honestly, I honestly just think it's the it's a quote unquote brand. As crazy as that sounds, right? So name
3: recognition i mean yeah yeah yeah, exactly so now let's talk about a big name let's talk about one of my least favorite guys on the planet arch you're with me uh the new coach of your lsu tigers brian kelly uh looks like this is set at six and a half across the market there's a rogue seven i found but mega what do you uh what do you think about
4: lsu and their new idiot head coach Oh, you guys are killing me because I don't like Notre Dame, but I actually like Brian Kelly. So we're going to we're yeah. gonna have to plug it out on this podcast. I think <laughs> um, I don't know what to make of this team this year. I tell you what, though, they got a high floor with Kelly coaching and with all that, with the raw talent that they have. Um I don't, I know, I don't think they're going to be challenging for the division, but I just, I I can, they're going to be half, they're going to have an actual game plan every week. Right. And I think they're going to be well coached. Uh, So, I mean, the the win total looks about right. The season win total, six and a half, seven range. I I can't see them winning eight games, obviously, but um, this, this is, this is to me, one of the most puzzling predictions in terms of uh, season win total. So I won't be playing.
3: All right. Well, I I'll, I'll take a pass cuz I mean, I, I would I would fade my mom if Megalox said to be on the other side. I, <laughs> I would. So, I'm glad you're not telling me to bet this over uh cuz I, I just I don't know if I could do it. But Kelly man, I I've seen I've seen enough. I mean, the the um rotating quarterbacks all the time. Um oh my gosh, I just I can't stand him. I I cannot stand him. Um I think, you know, all the recruiting is just noise, I, you know, because not really any of the, the prospects ever worked out at Notre Dame. We were always a quarterback away, always a quarterback away, and it never worked out, um, you know, and, and the way he just left. I just I hate this school. I hate this team. <laughs> I hate the win total. Arch, what do you think?
0: I I saw a stat. I don't know if it's accurate or not, but coaches that use a fake accent when introducing themselves to universities are 125 and one to the under. So I'm taking the under on LSU.
3: Nice. Nice. Man, what a joke of it. And How about the the video where he was standing on that rotating uh, thing with the recruit? And then didn't the recruit go to Alabama or something (laughs) after that? Something like that, yeah. Mega, did you see that video? No, I did not see that. I will send it to you after the show. It is... (laughs) a fantastic laugh. It, it's the most. I'm Brian
4: haters wouldn't have missed that. That's for sure. <laughs> that's right. Yes. Yeah, right here.
3: Boom. Uh, but yeah, I, I can't stand that guy and I, I don't want anything good to happen to this team during his tenure. So, and I'm like the biggest Joe Burrow fan in the world. I love that guy, but I cannot get behind this team and I, I'm, I'm sorry. Sorry, LSU nation. So uh, let's just move on. I, we've talked about it enough. Um, that's, that's all the teams, but what do we think? For the conference Meggie, you said that you were on bama to win
4: yeah i took them i took bama to win the conference which is obviously i don't that's a very rare move for me to take you know chalk but that's i just i just think they're so good and that they're i just couldn't bet over 11 or over 11 and a half so i just took them to win the sec and just go from there just hopefully pocket a little have a little bit of pocket change at the end of the year yeah and
3: like you said i think that'll be an easy bet to hedge out of in that matchup with georgia you'll probably get you know, some kind of hedgeable line there uh, when the time comes. So uh, you may be able to to make a little bit on both sides. Arch, you in on that bet as well?
0: Oh, I'm just going to money line Alabama and roll it over every week. That's my new play. You're yeah. sick
4: if you do that i want to i I want to see someone actually do it instead of reading about you know every every uh uh, sharp quote unquote on on the internet saying that's what you should do and i've never actually seen anyone do it so this could be a fun experiment we're doing it we're doing it in the book club arch is
3: actually disciplined enough to do it so if there's a guy on the planet that it's, it's arch yeah so cool um so let's talk about something fun the miami hurricanes now mega You know, I've been a follower of yours for 10 years, ever since you were on the the covers message boards. And uh, you're a big Miami Hurricanes fan. I don't know why. But uh, what do you what do you see with your team this year?
4: Yeah, um, I, you know, I think I'm super excited about the long term future of the program, finally, Um, just because we have a program builder. And now they've kind of the NCAA has unlocked the keys to using money <laughs> to Which, build yeah, You guys have probably been doing the whole time. So yeah, not no, it's legal, <laughs> right? There's a lot of money in uh, <laughs> South Florida. Um, but I you know, we, now we have a, 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 a superstar recruiter. This roster isn't a playoff roster, obviously, in year one, but the Coastal's pretty weak. So um, I I don't love the depth at running back. They've had a couple of injuries in camp, and I think they're down to three at most four scholarship running backs now. Uh, the wide receiver unit is still I don't really see a, a number one guy in there, but I'm pretty I'm pretty confident the defense is going to be really good. Uh, they got a quarterback that can make all the throws. Um, so this this feels like a like a like a, you know a, an over eight and a half team, but it doesn't feel like a playoff team to me.
3: Well, yeah. I mean, I, I, I agree. Um, I, I just, my, my worst memory of Miami was I went down there when, uh, Notre Dame played them and they were both undefeated and I felt like jumping off of the the stadium that day. I think it was (laughs) 43 to 10 or something. It was terrible. No, I don't even think we got double digits. Did we mega? I think it was eight. Yeah. Yeah. I, it, it was, it was a slaughter. Yeah. It was not great. And I was there for that and, uh, wasted a vacation down to, uh, down to Miami. But, you know, I I like the team, I like the direction. Hate the turnover chain, um, but yeah, no, I'm I'm with you. I think this is a a team trending in the right direction. Eight and a half feels good. I can see nine. There's a script for that. And um, Arch, what do you think?
0: Yeah, I have them right there, about thirty eighth overall. So I think that's definitely a recipe for the over. Mega, should we take the over nine or just stick with the eight and a half?
4: I I would go with the eight and a half, and if you if you don't want that, another play I haven't made yet, but I'm gonna in, in some way, shape, or form I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna a, probably um, for ACC um, take Clemson or sort take Miami and Pittsburgh both to win the ACC, and I think you can get the both those teams. Like Pitt might be eight hundred, Miami around six hundred, and the theory being one of those teams gets to the um, obviously wins the division because I think it's an eighty percent chance that one of those two does it. I think either team could beat Clemson. And if not, if NC state got there, then you got a great hedging opportunity. So the eight and a half, I don't think I'm going to play Miami over, but I think I might sprinkle in the uh, futures market. Mm,
3: I like it. I like it. I, I like how uh, deep you you look there. You, you're, you're looking for value long-term, but then also a way out. If things don't, you're almost hedging against a lot of risk. And I love that. And I, yeah. I think that's one of the things that attracted me to your, to your stuff is your, your forethought. So. It
0: sounds like Meg has been married. I think that's what that one is. So <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah, Yep. <laughs> we're, we're divorced. I would, <laughs> we're we're <still> married. <laughs> good. Congratulations. Congratulations. <laughs> so, um, all right, my turn. So Notre Dame, we've got a new head coach. It looks like our recruiting is at an all-time high. I think, uh, you know, in the 2023, we have the number one recruiting class. We did have a couple decommits here, like a five-star lineman, I think, just decommitted. Um, but what do you think about the Marcus Freeman era in South Bend?
4: Yeah, well, I, now that I know how you guys feel about Brian Kelly, <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I, I mean, five straight double digit win seasons. I mean, he, he, did a, he did a really good job there, I think. So I think the jury's out, to be honest. The thing I like about Notre Dame this year um, is that looking at their schedule has like an incredibly high floor. So you look at at USC, at Ohio State and Clemson i mean i also i don't think they're going to beat ohio state so let's yeah that. that's that's a loss immediately yeah, sure. yep it could be they could win on the road at usc they could beat clemson um i think if i was gonna you know the win total like i think they're an eight or nine win team and uh, in pretty much every like every way i can think about it they're right in that eight and a half nine range which is what the season win total is so i'm probably I, i'm gonna take a pass um i i don't have a st- I, I think the floor like i said is super high with this team this is not a playoff team and i think we need to give uh Friedman some time uh to see how he will you know be having much more than the uh, defensive coordinator responsibilities yeah
3: i i agree um i do look for the offense to maybe open up a little bit this year i think without without kelly there i think maybe uh tommy reese can let it rip a little bit um I'm gonna be looking to play Notre Dame in this the first week against Ohio State. Um, hopefully, getting like two touchdowns because I think that maybe, you know, Freeman is like one of Ohio State's golden children. You know, coming home, so that maybe there's a little bit of sympathy, sympathy there that they call off the dogs. Hopefully, is is kind of my angle at it. Um, but I like the team. I, I think we're a year or two away, um, so I'm not going to play the the win total. I did have a free bet and I, you know, put it on the Irish to win the national championship at 45 <laughs> to one. Um, but I wouldn't put any real money on it. Um, I wish there was a conference to win because I, I think if they were in still part of the ACC that they'd have a shot.
4: Yeah, I agree with that.
3: Yeah. Um, but you can't bet on them to win the independent uh, conference. So yeah, I, I got to sit this out in a lot of ways. But Arch, what do you think?
0: I'm liking this under nine and a half of them. I just don't do I, it. I can't envision them getting to double digits here. I just can't. So I like the, the under here.
3: Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think you've got an immediate loss with Ohio State. Mm-hmm. But I do think, I do think Clemson you know, is, is kind of one of those coin flip uh, games. I think DJ Ungulele is very, very disappointing. Um, I don't think he has a real good command of that, of that team. Uh, you know, USC, like you said, Mega, that, that could be a win. I mean, there's a lot of moving pieces you know, over there in California. and yeah, then the rest of that schedule is pretty soft. Yeah, Marshall, Cal, rebuilding North Carolina, BYU is is ranked, but then you got Stanford, UNLV, Syracuse, Navy, Boston College, filling it out. So I, I think you can pencil in, you know, those as wins, and it's just you got to find one of the toss-up games.
0: I'm seeing Sugar House, uh, Casimo, whatever, has over eight and a half for Notre Dame.
3: Yeah, I mean, I, I'll play there you that go, maybe. There you go. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Yeah, if they beat if they uh, at eight and a half, if they beat USC or Clemson, then that's you can might as well just catch that right now. Mm -hmm.
3: (laughs) Right? Yeah, yeah. And I mean I I just I hope I hope that Freeman's the answer. It seems like the guys in the locker room love him. I mean it it seems like that this team is all in. Um so I I just hope that, that it comes together. But Mega, I'm sure you have lots and lots of you know plays and things you're keeping
4: your eye on where can our listeners go to find more of you yeah well you can uh you can hit up uh, the website megalox.co um right now there's all even if you just wanted to poke around at some of the season uh season previews uh, all 131 are done and ready to roll for anyone to to read and take a peek at and uh, there's a couple other buttons you could check out like learn more you can learn more about the site etc but um yeah, just check out the website and we'd love to have you have anyone that's, uh, enjoys college football is, uh, obviously welcome. And I'd love to have people sign up
3: for sure, man. You know, like, like I've, I've said a couple of times, I've been following your stuff for, for 10 years. Uh, you started out, I think on the, uh, covers, right. Covers.com message boards, writing stuff up. And, uh, just the insight and
4: you have made me so much money over the years Uh, a couple years not so much but generally we've done okay (laughs) yeah no i (laughs) there's been some dry dry spells, like everybody but i appreciate you saying that for
3: sure for sure but you know just you can tell that you know what you're talking about and you know you never disappeared after a bad week you always have a a great attitude and it is the best 99 dollars a year i have ever spent so i am just very thankful to uh to have met you I'm so thankful that you came on the show today I, I couldn't believe it when you oh, said yeah, yes I, it's like a I, thanks a lot I really appreciate it it's a it's a dream come true man and uh I know our listeners will love it as well so Arch do you have anything uh before we say goodbye
0: no no It was just real it was a real pleasure to talk to you Megalox it was a lot of fun at you as well I really had a good
3: time you Canadians look at you guys but I, you, well, uh,
4: the first thing I'm gonna do when I hang up is I gotta go bet that Vanderbilt uh, season win total over <laughs> <laughs> right on right on.
3: So and uh, I, I hope that you'll be back at some point during the season. We would love to have you. Yeah, thanks again, Megalox.
4: your line anytime.
3: For sure. For sure. So thanks again, man. And I hope you have a great day. And I'm Phil. This is Arch. Take care.
2: Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents.